Hey everybody, welcome back to another episode of Snap and Chats. On this episode, ladies and gentlemen, we are going to get into a little bit of Terrence Crawford, a little bit of Errol Spence, Manny Pacquiao 2024, Fury versus Nagano face-off, and Andy Ruiz, all this and so much more on this episode of Snap and Chats. So strap in and thank you for letting us in your ears. Hey everybody, welcome back to another episode of Sam and Chats. I am your host, Bobby Sampson. Joined with me, as always, is my man with the master plan, Mr. Chance Michaels. Chance, how you doing, buddy? I'm doing pretty well. How about yourself? Can't complain, man. First week of school is almost in the bag. The weekend is almost quickly upon us. Quiet night in the ring in terms of shows. We have a couple matches coming in a couple cards this week. Uh yeah. hopefully we can get to them. But brother, the clock's up in the corner. I think it's time for us to do a little bit of rounds, man. What do you let's say? Oh, yeah. All right. Round number one. Let's talk about Terrence Crawford. Yeah, he's been all over the place. But, man, the guy's talking a lot of smack, and now he's gloating a little bit. Let's get into it. Ding, ding. So Terrence Crawford is recently calling out the likes of – there we go. Sorry. Terrence Crawford is calling out the likes of, you know, Danny Garcia, Keith Thurman, when he was trying to find the fight, and these guys were turning him down. Now the tables are turned, and it seems like everybody wants a piece of Terrence Crawford, and now Terrence is having fun with it, you know, saying things like that, like, you guys didn't want to fight me when I was looking for the fight. Now you guys are never going to get a taste yeah. of these, and this and that. Your thoughts on it? Is he justified? I, yeah, he's justified in what he's saying. He's getting a little cocky, a little arrogant. That's not usually the Terrence Crawford that you see. So I don't know if he's just trying to build a fight up. He was calling out Canelo. He's calling out everybody. He wants a big fight. I hope, like Spence has said, they're fighting next. He's reenacted his rematch clause. So we're probably going to have to sit through that again, which is tragic because there's no point of it. Unless Earl Spence gets some step-aside money, then maybe Crawford will fight. I don't know what weight class he wants to fight at, 147, 154. He's calling everybody out. I don't know what he's going to do next. What do you think? Well, I mean, Terrence is kind of like he's got all the four belts, right? There's guys there who are looking for mm -hmm. that fight as well. So, I mean, I think first thing that Terrence has to do, and I'm only speaking about it this way because of our good friend, Ter or, you know, Cody Crowley, that too. right? You know, like you got boots waiting in the wings for uh, one of those titles, right? I mean, I think he's the IBF mandatory or the WBO. I'm not sure, but he's one of those. But yep. the green belt belongs to Cody Crowley. Well, I mean, he the opportunity belongs to Cody. Right? I'm not sure so, why Showtime doesn't just do boots. Cody Winter can have Crawford. Let's get it on. They're in the same stable. It should be easy to make. Well, yeah, they're on the same platform and whatnot. But at the same time, why would a guy like Cody Crowley or Boots want to risk a guaranteed title shot? Absolutely. You know, I know. Right? I mean, that's what I would think, right? Like, why would I have to fight again to prove myself? I've already proven myself. Those two guys deserve a title shot. So Terrence needs to think about that as well. Like, what are you going to do? If you're going to go to 154, let them go and let these guys fight. You know what? Now you could probably make that fight Boots versus um, Crawford or, or Crowley. I also got a right? feeling we might see Cody versus Keith Thurman, something like that. Like, almost like a, Cody will take on the old gatekeeper to try to step over him to get to Crawford. Are you going to see Cody fight something? Maybe you, I know you guys is fighting soon, but I don't know. I'm not sure what's going on. Short time's got to get their welterweights and get them fighting. Well, they got to figure it out, right? I mean, if you think crowded. about it, we, we, it's very crowded and there's a lot of talent and all the belts are in there. Stable uh -huh. right now. 
So, I mean, they got to figure that out pretty quick, right? Um, But at the same time, if Terrence is going to go to 154, he needs to make that decision. I get it. To be completely honest, I think the honeymoon period is over. Like, you know, in terms of the excitement of the partying, he's had the parade. He's had everything. And take nothing away. He's earned every single opportunity and every moment that people are cherishing him. So I'm not shitting on him in any way. All I'm saying is, bud, make a choice and make a decision. You know, let's just move you on. You are 35, but you're not getting younger. So no, you don't 100%. 100%. All right, brother, man, that round is over. Let's get started on the second round. So we talked about Spence a little bit here a little earlier, right? So yeah. um, why don't we talk about Errol Spence here looking for a brand new trainer? Have you heard about that? I heard about that. Yeah. Who is he considering? So let's get this round started. Here we go. Round number three, or now number two is it started here. Um, so what I've seen is that Floyd might be a potential candidate for him. Like he's looking to maybe walk away from Derek James. Do you think that's a wise choice in a rematch? I mean, you've been with this guy your whole life. I mean, what, I don't what think can, so. I what mean, you're can... undefeated with him up until you had one bad night. You got beat by a better box and you want to ban your trainer. It's like he's well, panicking. And if you but... think Floyd will be able to train you to be Crawford, it doesn't matter who's training you. You're not going to beat him. Well, I here's mean, the thing. Looks, First looks off, looking. Derek James, trainer of the year. Yeah. One bad outing. Mm-hmm. How much is that on him, though, at the end of the day? Then this is what I love about combat sports. You have your trainers and everything, but ultimately it's you exactly. against that other warrior. It's it's like Joker against who, you know, on, on Sunday. Yeah. It doesn't matter what you do. It's uh, when you're on that court. It's you against the other guy, the other girl against the girl, sort of a deal. So, and you know, Mayweather would love to take him because he wants. He doesn't really have any notable fighters in Mayweather promotions. He was the fighter Mayweather promotions. He needs to get guys like Spence. He needs to get a stable up to compete with top rank and Showtime, and even Golden Boy is ahead of Mayweather promotions right now. So, I can see Spence joining up with Floyd. It's very, very yeah. likely. No, I, it could make sense, but I mean, what's he going to teach him? Ultimately, at the end of the day, I think the only mistake that probably we'd have to talk about, honestly, on Derek James' part as a trainer, you know your guy can't fight southpaws. And, you know, this is something I never clicked in my own head, right? To be fair, I don't know if you ever thought about that, because I know we never talked about it. You know, how many southpaws has this has Spence ever fought? That's a good question. I don't know the number offhand. Right, but none. Under five. Virtually, and if they were, they were soup cans. No, no yeah. disrespect to them, but they weren't, they weren't worthy opponents. Like Crawford, absolutely right. Anyone of world class caliber southpaw that he could contend with, notice he never came across them. I know there's a reason he never for touched that. them, right? But here's the thing: it, it's not to say that Bud is a natural southpaw, but as we know that he hurt his hand when he was a kid, and yeah, that's what way. taught him to kind of you know become a southpaw. My understanding is, and please quote me, you know, I'm not quoting this to be the exact, but my belief, my understanding was that he decided to go southpaw when he was making his ring entrance. That's what he says. That's what they say. Yeah. So it could be. Right. Like, that'll oh, mess, I know. That'll mess up Derek James' game plan pretty fast. Right. Yeah. But, 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 but again, this is where Derek James, I think, maybe could have done a better job as a trainer is prepare him for southpaws. Like, I mean, this is not something new. That's true. Yeah. Right. No. And it's new only because it's kind of making more sense. But obviously, this problem has been an underlying problem for most of his career. Some Sometimes change is good, but you've been with Derek James. He got you to be an undefeated world-class fighter. You had one bad night. You don't shouldn't abandon him that quickly. You're panicking. I wouldn't recommend it. No, no, no. Well, let's see what he does. So there we go. That's the end of that round. All right, man. 
I think you've been waiting for this one. So let's get right into it. Manny Pacquiao <laughs> saying that he wants to fight for the Philippine national team at the 2024 France Olympics. Wow. What do you think? You're the Pacquiao guy, man. This is your round. Yeah, I hope he does this once let in me, the fight. I mean, he'll easily make the team. That's a no. They'll give him, they'll get the spot on the team. Absolutely. Okay. Now, will he win gold? He's got to win gold, though. If you're one of the best fighters ever, you know, 44 now, or 45, going to be at the Olympics, you need to win that gold medal. Because it would, he's taking a lot of risk here because he's fighting guys. These guys will be 20, 21 years old guys. They won't be their dad. So, I mean, I hope he does it. I love this. You know, he loves to train. People don't realize that. Pocky loves to train. This keeps him in shape, keeps him going, keeps him active. He said he wants to do it. And when he says he's going to do something, he usually does do it. So, I'm all for it. If he can still in great shape, he says he moves like a 20 year old. Why not do it? Put okay. one more feather in your cap. Well, here's, you know, I mean, you're the Pacquiao guy, right? I should be just mm -hmm. holding the pads and you're taking your shots on it, man. Yeah. I, hope um, I look at it from this perspective. I think he has more advantages than most of the people that would be in that competition speaking overall. First off, the ring experience that this guy's had as a professional oh, and everything insane. combined, right? Now, we're talking about a guy going back down to the amateur rank. So he's going to be wearing headgear and everything. So yeah. there's not too much in terms of damage that I don't think he's going to face there. If anything, it's going to be like, you know, pillow punches to him. Pretty much. He will, yeah, convert right? some of these heavy hitters, yeah. Well, considering who's been in the ring with, man. Let's, I mean, look at the list of guys that he's had wars with. Yeah. Right? Like... Legitimately, he's gonna be fighting. He's gonna be fighting amateurs that have never had the professional experience and been right. bigger guys than them and stuff. Right. right? Now, now, now we look at the training facilities and where these guys all come from outside of countries like Great Britain, the United States, and you know I hate to say it, but I wouldn't put Canada on this list, and that's really unfortunate. Mm -hmm. Um, you know the the training facilities, the way they train their guys outside of those two countries, maybe Cuba. Well, we heard we heard Cody say it for himself. The training from Ontario to Las Vegas, and then he went and like he wasn't a top guy anymore. He was getting worked at first. Remember, he's crying, wanted to go yeah, home. Yeah, the levels, there's levels to this. He nailed no, no. it perfectly. Right. I think he'll do it. The only thing is, if Pocky does do this and win gold, he's going to set a trend. You're going to see other pro boxers say, "I didn't win gold. I'm going to go back to the amateurs and do it." And there's nothing wrong with it because the NBA does it. All these LeBron and Michael Jordan, they all won gold medals at the Olympics, so it's not uncommon for the pros to go back to the amateurs and have a competition so i think if he does do it you're going to see a lot of other boxers follow suit the only drawback i see to it again and you know you one can argue this for the hockey and one can argue this for the basketball as mm -hmm. well i mean the olympics are a celebration of amateur sports takes right? away from, he's taking it, a spot from somebody that's the only thing i'd say but i mean yeah i, I agree with that you know um and, and, and that's just across the board right for me yeah. um I, I get it. You're retired, blah, blah, blah. But I mean, that's the only thing I would have to say. But that being said, I still want to see him do it. That's the thing, right? So if he um, wants it, they're going to give him the spot. No questions no, asked. He's right? got it. That's just the thing, right? So, I mean, who's going to argue with him? All right. Yeah. Well, wish him the best. Let's see what happens yeah, here, man. So. That's the end of that round. Let's get right into round number four. So this past week, we had the kickoff press conference between Fury and Nagano. <laughs> um Entertaining to say the least, man. Well, Fury's at about he's at about three hundred pounds right now. He's grabbing his fat. And he's like, uh, he's making. He's like, you're a bodybuilder, you know, the classic Fury, you're a bodybuilder. I can still do all this stuff, but he's not in great shape right now. The only one thing Bob, I hope you heard Bob Evans because he was at the press conference. Frank Warren's at the press conference after interviewing Bob. He said, "Hey, Fury, better take this seriously because you know, obviously Bob's more he's selling it, but he's saying the Gano hits hard, which he does hit hard. Fury needs to lose some weight and he needs to train better because he's about three hundred pounds right now." 290 at 300 he's gonna he's got a month to lose it but i hope he doesn't think this will be a cakewalk and then get caught 
So I'm not saying that he will, but he doesn't look, I don't think he's taking it that serious. Just by looking well, at his body shape, what'd you take from it? Okay, so you said that piece, and I'm going to just go back to this past weekend's UFC main event. One could argue that Israel Adesanya did not take that fight seriously at all, Strickland. right? And and Strickland basically dominated that oh, fight for four rounds to one, right? I mean, yeah. I don't even know which round to give Izzy, to be completely honest. I know we're completely off topic, but, but I know what you're saying. That, that same philosophy, if that's the case, I mean, we're in for a shock of shocks. Well, right. this is going to be Bob and Fury, you know, doing the old promoter car. But if you look at Fury's body, there's something about Bob saying because he was, he's never been a bodybuilder, but there's a lot of fat on his body. He needs to lose a bunch of some weight. And he even said that. Yeah. The question is that now Fury's saying, I don't want to fight you, say, I'm going to fight John Jones next. Like he, he's just doing like, he could just be, like I said, Fury's a promoter himself. He's always talking. Well, I get it. If you want to fight John Jones, fight. No, look, no, look, look, if that's the case, then relinquish your title. There's a rematch clause in this too. If Fury loses rematch clause, eh? Right, right. Well, but see, this is where the WC WBA or WBC has to step in then at that point. Because that's not fair for the guys who are actually, you know, boxing yeah. is their life, right? If Tyson mm -hmm. wants to go that path, I'm gonna watch all his fights. I don't care, oh, right? Of course. We're, yeah, you know, regardless of it. That's always gonna be fun. How does he um, just fight you say like beat the guy up, take the belt, and then do this these fights? I'm not sure. To be honest, that's so, anything, that, that is the only thing missing from his crown. I know. I don't, he, can do he knows he can beat him. He will beat right? him. I think that fight's going to happen. It will happen in the new year. It, it's bound yeah. to happen. If it doesn't happen, then you know, shame on Tyson Fury. Because, I mean, that's what's the Tyson only... What's going to do? Box John Jones and beat the crap out of the guy? Like, it's, not, it's not even a fair fight. But he's saying he wants to get in the cage. I don't well, know. He's just talking smack. Let's see what he does here. Like I said, if he's not coming into this fight prepared, like you're thinking he's looking... Is that a bad feeling? Yeah. He'll but... still win, but I think he's going to dominate. But but the thing is, you're going up against a guy who's taking it seriously, right? Oh, yeah. The this only thing, the only thing that I would say that Nagano would probably have a hard time with is his cardio over the length, right? I mean, yeah, ten most, round fights. Has cold. he ever gone five rounds in the UFC? Yes, he has. Yeah. Okay, but he was gassed. He was gassed. This is a ten round fight, and so this is a fight. ten round right. So a thirty minute fight, and the reality is, he has a puncher's chance, and if he's not prepared, yes. he's going to knock him out. Yeah, that's what Bob Aaron's worried about. So we'll see. Maybe he's just selling the fight, but it's going to be fun. I can't wait for it. He will knock him out. All right, brother man. Uh, talking from one big man to a shorter, but also a big man. Yep. Andy Ruiz, man. The guy cannot get a fight to save his life. So now he's calling all the top four dogs out, man. He's calling Fury out. He's calling... He's calling... Wilder. Wilder. Joshua. Joshua. So the fight between him and Wilder... Technically, should have been happening because they were the final of the eliminator for yeah. the WBC title, which is Tyson's, right? Yeah. But they didn't never make the fight because he wanted so much money, this and that. Yeah, I don't know um, why Ruiz Jr. priced himself out of that fight. Should have took a little bit less. You still got a few million, and if you beat him, like you beat Joshua, I mean, you're laughing. But why price yourself out of the fight? Now nobody's like you're you're too expensive. You're not. You don't bring in enough pay per view buys for us to pay you that. He doesn't okay. understand that. So, so I'm glad you brought that up because I completely forgot about that. I wanted to throw that in the Spence round. Um, speaking about pricing yourself out, now a lot of people are shitting shitting on Devin Haney a lot, right? All the time. Mm -hmm. The progress yeah. fight, yeah. So, so this came out today or a couple of days ago. I'm not sure, but I saw it today, anyways. Um, he took two million a little bit over two million dollars for the first fight against combosis who got paid 10 million guaranteed that's a big 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 gap 
That was a 70-30 deal right there, right? But mm. he did it in order to make the fight happen. And look what happened. He took his belts. For reasons to think the same way. You've already upset Joshua. You probably won't do that a while there, but you do have a slim shot. Don't press yourself out of the fight, dude. You're not an A-side. you got to understand that, dude. And I'm not sure what he's thinking. So I don't know who he's going to fight next. Maybe he'll fight like a Joy Joyce or a Zhang, maybe. Well, I mean, okay, so let's look at the landscape right now with the heavyweights, right? We we got Nagano Fury. We've mm -hmm. already seen Joshua. We've seen Usyk. We've seen Osik, Usyk fight. Deontay hasn't fought since he knocked out Hellenius, though. Yeah. Um, the fight in January is still supposed to be going down, but, you know, I don't know. They're waiting know. for the Saudis. That's what Eddie. Another thing, thing Fury is right? saying: the side are taking over boxing, taking over sports. So he's just—they're gonna—they might just pay Fury so much money he'll have to fight you, so he won't be able to turn it down. Well, I think I mean, that's what they're gonna do. Ultimately, I mean, yeah. there's still hope. Fingers crossed that we get that amazing heavyweight card there. Um, you know, but if worse comes to worse and we don't get, you know, Joshua Wilder as the co-main event or the uh, chief support, as I like to say now. Or and uh you know Wilder Usyk as the main. Um you know what? I, I, I'm really curious to see what comes of the Zhang Joyce fight too. September 23rd, yeah, it's coming up. Right. Um I'm looking forward to that one in particular because I think that will help move a lot of the cogs. Yeah, but him losing created a lot of problems in the division. It did. And I'm telling you, no, if it's Usyk Wilder, Wilder will knock him silly. Wilder will knock Usyk out. Let's find out, man. I, Wilder will knock him out. Fury will knock him out. Yeah. He's a little guy fighting that big guy. It's hard. No, and he looked vulnerable now. There you go. All right, man. That's the end of the round. And that's we did five rounds today, brother. I think that's, that's pretty good, good for today. Uh, tell you what, man. Why don't you give me something? Anything happened on this day in boxing? Yeah, history? something pretty big happened in Canada. 86 years ago today, George Chavala was born. Muhammad Ali called him the toughest opponent he's ever fought. In 93 fights, he had 73 wins, 63 by KO, and he was never knocked down in 93 fights. 93 fights. One time in 1956, he, 1956, he knocked out four opponents in one night, and he's still alive today. He does have uh, Alzheimer's, but he's still alive. Jerry Gianco actually owns a ring that Savalo and Muhammad Ali, George Savalo and Muhammad Ali fought in. It's in his warehouse. I've seen it at school. One day, he says we can set it up and do a podcast out of there when the time's right. Awesome, man. That sounds yeah. amazing. Can't wait to uh, yeah. be part of that and enjoy that. Cool. Wow, that's some great history, man. I'd love yeah. to get him on the show, but I don't know if that's a possibility the these days. Oh, great no. guy. Actually, there's a bad Canadian band called Our Lady Peace. They had an album come out in, like, I don't know, 2010 or 2012. It's called Heavyweight on the cover. As George Lawler with the boxing gloves up. Cool, so cool. Out. Very cool. Very cool. Definitely. Mm -hmm. All right, brother man, I tell you what, I know you have to hit the road here. The ice is calling you, so why don't we wrap mm -hmm. this puppy up? Uh, everybody, please it goes without saying, have an amazing weekend. Be safe. Enjoy yourselves. Uh, football is in full effect. So week two, I hope everyone had a good week one in their fantasy pools. Um, other Not than that, me. I lost week one, man. Uh, we haven't got to that. I was going to ask you what happened. Oh, well, I have J.K. Dobbins. He got hurt, so he's out for the year. Um, I have Mark Andrews, my tight end. He got hurt before the game. And then I had Joe Burrow as my quarterback. He threw for 80 yards. The rest wow. is history. That just happens. It's fantasy. It's it's just luck, man. Well, I mean, you put the guys out there, you can't control what you do. It happens, you know. So I'm curious. I'll ask you off the air, but I'm curious to know who had Rodgers. 
That's a good question. I don't know. I don't know. The thing is, there's two QBs in the league. The thing I don't really like is a two QB league because then there's no QBs to pick up on the waiver wire. I'm not sure, but poor Rogers out for the whole year to come back. He'll be 40 years old next year. I don't know if he comes back. No, he's coming back. He said he is. I don't think he'll go out like this. Just running and getting tripped and tore your Achilles. Like, oh. Oh, crazy, crazy. All right, guys. I tell you what. So let's do this again. So everyone have an amazing safe weekend. Do what you got to do. Have your fun and everything. But just remember, please, please, please be responsible. Remember your families. Remember the people that you love. It's just, just that's all it is, man. Just yeah. take that moment, two to five seconds of thought just to put shit away and just be responsible. You're saving your life. You're saving everyone else's life. And most importantly, you'll be able to come back Tuesday and listen to us again. And if you're bored this weekend, whoever's listening, whoever's watching, go check out some George Wallow fights. He's a, he's a tough guy. Good guy. Strong. It's hard. They're on YouTube. There you go. Some Happy black and white summer color. Check them out. Happy birthday, Mr. Shavalo. Uh, and on that note, my name is Bobby Sampson. He is Mr. Chance Michaels. And the words of the great ACDC, those that download, like, and subscribe to the podcast, we salute you. We do salute you. And in the words of Ed Whalen, in the meantime and in between time, that's it for Samp and Chance. Everyone have a blessed weekend. Be safe. Samp and Chance out.